I'm Dan Davidson. And I'm Bill Smith, and it's time for the news from TrekNews.net. Spanning the Alpha Quadrant. For all the news on all the Star Trek shows. It's TrekNews.net. The barbecue sauce. <laughs> Online at treknews.net. You sound like you were like passing a kidney stone just on. I was passing something. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome everybody to the first of the broken out Trek News, the news from treknews.net segments that we're running as its own sub show of Trek Geeks. Uh, as you can see, this has appeared in your podcast feed without you having to do anything, which is Magic. the best part. Magic. Magic. It's your magical, Dan. Thank you. Your face is magical. But there first, it is. Uh, first up. Mm. First up, the premiere of Star Trek Discovery Season 3 is approaching fast, and the latest news about the cast was, uh, without question, a welcome surprise. Absolutely welcome, absolutely huge news, and a complete surprise to me that they were introducing new cast this season at all. I had no idea it was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and not just any cast. The upcoming third season of Star Trek Discovery will feature the franchise's first transgender and non-binary characters. Blue Del Berrio will pay will play Adira. I'm thinking that's how you're going to pronounce it. I'm going to go with that. Adira sounds mm-hmm. good. It is. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Star uh, Star Trek's first non-binary character who is quote highly intelligent with a confidence and self assurance well beyond their years. End quote. And Ian Alexander will play Gray, a transgender character who is a quote empathetic, warm, and eager to fulfill his lifelong dream of being a Trill host. End quote. So. On top of that, we're going to see Tr- Trill's Bill. Trill Bill? Uh, kill <laughs> kill that, Bill. Isn't that a Quentin Tarantino movie yeah, I was going to say, but so, then you ruin it with the actual oh, Quentin Tarantino movie name. Sorry. So. Anyway, <laughs> Michelle Paradise, co-showrunner and executive producer, said, quote, Star Trek has always made a mission of giving visibility to underrepresented... Upper- okay, let's try that again. <laughs> <laughs> underrepresented. Underrepresented. Michelle Paradise co-showrunner and executive producer said, quote, Star Trek has always made a mission of giving visibility to underrepresented communities because it believes in showing people that a future without division on the basis of race, gender, gender identity, or sexual orientation is entirely within our reach, end quote. Oh, I'm going to quote some more. It's another quote here. Here we go. We take Good pride job. in, yeah, thank you. We take pride in working closely with Blue Del Barrio. Ian Alexander and Nick Adams at GLAAD to create the extraordinary characters of Adira and Gray and bring their stories to life with empathy, understanding, empowerment, and joy, end quote. And I got to say, man, on a personal level, as the proud parent of a transgendered son, I could not be more happy with this announcement. And as Max said when I sent him the link, F yes. Very cool. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent cool. It's it's about damn time, mm-hmm. and um, it's interesting. I was watching the Star Trek Day panels today with with George Takei and uh, and Rod Roddenberry, hosted by Will Wheaton. <laughs> and uh, and you know George was talking about growing up, you know, and in, in his life, and then becoming an actor in Hollywood, and how most of his adult life he was closeted. Yeah, and I'm thinking to myself, man, how the times have changed, and and how great it is now that Star Trek can can bring some of this representation to the fore, as it has always tried to mm-hmm. do, um, but especially in, in days like these. I think it's amazing. I think it's great. I mean, we saw when Discovery first aired, they broke the barrier for gay couples. 
of course. And now this. And, and like I said, this was a total th- – this came out of left field for me. I had no idea this was being planned. They kept this one under wraps uh, really well, and I think it's great that they did because it made the announcement that much more enjoyable. So another reason to look forward to uh, Season 3 in just a few weeks. I know. October 15th. Can't wait. We're more yeah. on that coming up. But, Dan, up next, I have three words for you. Uh-oh. Star Trek Wines. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go somewhere else. That, that that does sound good, doesn't it, buddy? <laughs> I think I know which three words you were thinking of, and those <laughs> yeah. are in my mind, too. The first word is go. Anyway. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we're very happy to see that our friends over at Star Trek Wines have not one, but two new wines that are available to purchase right now over at, interestingly enough, StarTrekWines.com. Uh, how about that? I know. First up is a Federation Special Reserve Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, Now, this wine is what I would call the sister wine to the previously released Federation Special Reserve Old Vine Zinfandel. (laughs) You could say say Sauvignon Blanc, but not underrepresented or Trek geeks. You know, the mind does what the mind does. <laughs> uh, mind is a terrible thing in your case. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, so anyway, back to what I was saying. Yes, um, the sister wine of the previously released uh, uh, Old Vines Infidel, which Sue and I absolutely love. We've gone through several bottles since it was released. Um, I think that this is going to be a favorite of any white wine drinker. Uh, and if you're ready to put duty and honor to the test, you can also order the new Klingon blood wine. Now, this is a very special Cabernet Sauvignon, which I'm sure tastes just as good as it looks. And it really has a unique bottle design too, Bill. They use a special silkscreen process with a unique mesh texture to provide a really authentic look and feel. And then each bottle is actually hand-filled and expertly wax-dipped, which you don't see on wines all that often these days. And uh, in addition... The uh, unique, there are some unique Klingon sayings on four different corks used in bottling, all celebrating the Klingon culture and language. So, kapla, my friend, drink up. Oh, I'm sure that uh, that's going to be very awesome to get. I might have to get me four different bottles of Klingon blood wine. Or keep ordering them until you get all four. That could be a problem. <laughs> that could be a problem. Um, or, depending on how you look at it. No, it's not my problem. It's not my problem either. <laughs> not my problem. Um, no, I'm all in for this. I'm glad that this uh, this this product is expanding. I did like the last set of wines they had, although I did like the Federation Special Reserve a little yes. more than the Chateau Picard. So did I. Um, but uh, I'm glad to see them. Uh, I'm glad to see there's been enough demand for them to continue doing this. That's really what makes me happy. I'm very happy about it. You know, they've had uh, different companies have had the different types of alcohol. They've had the Jim Kirk whiskey or bourbon, I believe. The bourbon, yeah. Uh, the the ten forward vodka, um, and I've never tried either of those, and I've always wanted to. Um, so I'm glad that the wine is available to ship here to New Hampshire, which is always good. Um, I love the first two, like you said. The the special Federation Reserve was is our favorite, but I'm not a white wine drinker. But I'm going to try the Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> Trek keeps. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> uh, next up, Dan, as we celebrate Star Trek Day this week, and, and of course our friends at Fansets have a whole lot of new pins announced today, but they also have a monthly blog and they need your help. And I don't mean you, Dan, I mean everybody listening. Everybody's, yeah, they need everybody's help uh, in deciding what to do with the upcoming Star Trek Voyager 25th Anniversary Collector's Edition. You see, it seems that the black frames that they've been using for past collector sets are actually no longer longer available. Uh, so they want to know from you, their customers, what they should do to resolve this dilemma. Now, every month over at fansets.com, Joe puts out a great blog, uh, and the most recent one 
He wants to hear from you. So head on over to fansets.com, click on the Pinsider monthly blog link, and then click on the one that says Star Trek Day. In that blog, there's going to be a survey for the Voyager 25 collection. Do you want them to sell it to you with the pins and familiar mounting board and let you get your own frame? Or do they want to, Do you want them to put it together for you using an identical frame as before, but white instead of black? Hmm. Uh, you're going to help decide the final decision for this amazing collection. So head on over to the website and uh, cast your vote today because it is almost voting season anyway. So this is, this is important. Important hmm. stuff. Huh. <laughs> so, yeah. No, it's uh, I, this is something we didn't anticipate would be a thing. I mean, right. you know, you assume that because those frames are pretty much everywhere, those sort of 12 by 12 shadow boxes, um, who would think the manufacturer wouldn't have them? But in, in times like these, I mean, I can see where they may be uh, uh, short on product. So I get it. I'm thinking, you know what? You know, Joe does the blog. Maybe they should just buy a whole bunch of white ones. He should get some black paint and maybe do some work. Well, that would be a first for Joe. <laughs> That would. Yeah. Just oh, kidding, Joe. Love you, buddy. Just kidding, buddy. Uh, no, and if everybody heads on over to fansets.com and clicks on the Pinsider blog, you can vote. I just did um, mm-hmm. as Dan was talking. Um, well, that's not because Dan's boring. I mean, well, I, uh, I mean, he is, but I wanted to be sure to get my vote in because that's a set I'm absolutely going to get. Oh, yeah. And um, and I, I look forward to seeing what they do. So uh, You're going to say what you voted for? No. Okay. I'm not going to skew the ballot box. There you go. Oh, very th- – that- that's very nice of you. I'm a professional. Professional what? Uh, that remains to be seen. <laughs> Dan, next in news, some developments today as we record this on Star Trek Day. It appears that the uh, the long-awaited and long-ago announced new official Star Trek podcast is going to arrive September 14th, finally. That's, that's right around the corner. Yeah. It is right around the corner. Right around the corner as we record. It was initially going to be called The Prime Directive when it was first announced a little over a year ago. Um, but now you're going to be listening next week on September 14th to the pod directive. I like that little play on words. It's kind of cute. <laughs> it's cute. It's very, very exciting news. Lower Deck star Tawny Newsom uh, will be um, uh, hosting the show along with actor and comedian Paul F. Tompkins. So um, I have not had a chance to really dig into what they're going to be talking about, if they've actually released anything for what their first show is going to be like. But I'm really looking forward to this. I got to tell you, I have fallen in love with Tawny Newsom. Yeah. So I can't wait to hear her doing this podcast since I'm now so used to her as Mariner. Well, two things. We're going to talk to a lot of Star Trek luminaries and celebrity super fans and behind the scenes creative professionals, which will be kind of cool. With Tawny and, and Paul Tompkins, I can imagine it's going to be incredibly witty um, mm-hmm. because uh, Paul, who is on uh, both Bojack Horseman and Comedy Bang Bang. And by the way, Fark from Five Year Mission single handedly got him a role in Star Trek Lower Decks there you for go. season two. So all because he tweeted Mike McMahon. So Paul F. Tompkins coming to to Lower Decks at some point. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, here's uh, my only hope for this, and I, I'm already I'm I'm on board. Is that it's better than the last official Star Trek podcast, which was not great. No, I have to 100 percent agree. It was much too politicized, I think. And and whether you liked it or disliked it, everybody has their opinions. That's fine. I am looking at some stuff. See, see, I can do a couple things at the same time when Bill is 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 talking because, quite honestly, he is boring. Um, and I did see that there are going to be some. I'm sorry, I'm just kidding, Bill. Um, there's going to be some great guests coming up on the podcast, like Michelle Hurd from Star Trek Picard, mm-hmm. uh, Mike McMahon, who you just mentioned, of course, a creator. Ooh. Executive producer and showrunner and Trek Lower Decks, former guest of Discovering Trek and that's, Trek Geeks. Uh, that's true. I'm glad you yeah. threw that in there. We yeah. got him first. 
We did. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Tawny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, other notable, Jeff Russo, who is, of course, the brilliant composer for Star Trek Picard and Star Trek uh, Short Treks, uh, as well as, oh, I don't know, other stuff. Just going to throw that out there. Uh, Kendra James, the, the managing editor of Star Trek.com, Tig Nataro from Star Trek Discovery, a mm-hmm. whole bunch of people. So I can imagine that it's going to be an interesting conversation every week. And those are the the best, really, interviews or, yeah. or actual conversations. They really that's, are. That's really what's going to be great. So best of luck to them. You can find the show on iTunes now. Um, subscribe and, uh, subscribe now because you can and uh, episodes start dropping September 14th once again Trek Geeks not the official podcast mm-hmm. of the Star Trek franchise just throwing that out there yeah. Dan it looks like based on today's panels and especially the Lower Decks panel we're going to see a familiar character on Star Trek Lower Decks yeah, this was another thing that came out of left field. Of course, Star Trek Day celebrating all these great things. So um, there was a late season trailer that came out today for Lower Decks. And uh, in one of the scenes, very quick, a very familiar robed individual showed up who just happens to be by, go by the name of um, Q. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, John Delancey is going to reprise the role for the first time since 2001's Q2 over on Voyager. So that's kind of cool. Now, the, the what else is cool about this is it's not going to be a big thing. It's not going to be an episode, you know, centered around him. He's right. just going to show up, probably snap his fingers, flash once or twice. Well, not flash because that would be kind of gross. But, but you know, he's done that on wow. Next Generation. So we don't need to see any <laughs> yeah, more of that, John. We've been there. Um, <laughs> but uh, kind of cool. The trailer itself was pretty neat. I thought I saw some Gorn in there. But John Delancey. Back in the Star Trek universe where he belongs. So I'm very excited about that. It'll be nice to have a Delancey cameo because that's really what this is going to amount to. Um, And who knows what else we'll see in that episode. I mean, it looks like there's going to be a whole lot of stuff in the remainder of the season. So that's pretty exciting. It is exciting. Another thing that was mentioned uh, today during this release of the trailer is that three-time Star Trek guest star and – one of the guest stars of my all-time favorite Voyager episode, Kurt Wood Smith, is going to be in an upcoming uh, is going to have a, a a role of a voicing an alien in an upcoming season. So yeah. it's good to have him back. Also, he's just phenomenal. Love him. There's just so much they can do in this environment because oh, yeah. there's so much freedom. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it was the same thing on the animated series in the '70s. I mean, they could really go to some super strange new worlds. Yeah. Um, and they're, I think they're doing the same thing on Lower Decks, too. So I'm really happy about that. Dan, lastly in news, and probably the biggest story of the week, the thing I'm going to call the best new thing of the week. Um, as of today, a Star Trek day, there was a brand new trailer for Star Trek Discovery Season 3 introduced by Sonequa Martin-Green herself. And oh, boy. Oh, we're going to party like it's 3188, man. That's all I got to say. Because <laughs> that's the year that they all jump to at the end of Season 2. Spoiler alert. Um, yeah, very excited about this trailer. Some good stuff in it. We got to see some new characters. I guess there's a new cat. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> I guess there's a new cat. New cat, yeah. And I guess um, the team's going to find out that they're in a galaxy where an event known as The Burn Served, served as the catalyst for the Federation's near collapse. So lots of fast action uh, in this trailer. And Bill, I got to say, I think the thing that I liked the most, which is kind of dark, was the crash scene at the beginning of that trailer with Discovery crashing on that planet and then showing it like embedded in the rubble was 
pretty awesome. The special effects for Discovery have just been so top-notch, and it looks like it's going to continue. Yeah. Now, before people say, hey, wait, that's a spoiler, uh, this is a publicly available trailer that was released today. It's out mm-hmm. on the internet now. Yeah. This is this is not spoiler material. There's a difference between things that are actual spoilers and things that are things you just don't want to hear yet because you're trying to stay away from as much info as possible. So um, that's why we're talking about it. Um, We don't consider it a spoiler if it's in a trailer. So um, that, that context given there, Um, I, I was stunned by the discovery being crash landed on a planet. I was not expecting that Mm -hmm. at some point she's got to fly again because we see it. Yes, we do in the trailer. We do. Um, But there is a whole bunch of things suggested that, that I I have a not so good feeling about. On Discovering Trek, we talk a lot about our predictions for the season. Mm-hmm. And um, if I had a prediction right now, I'm not going to name the character, but I think there's going to be a significant character death. I don't like Just that. based on what we saw. Yeah. Well, we got new characters. Maybe take their place. <laughs> never could never, take the place. Never could take the place. So Cleveland uh, Booker is going to uh, – a newcomer. Cleveland Book Booker, played, of course, by David Ajala, is going to be there. And we've already talked about Adira and Gray, uh, the first non-binary and transgender characters that are going to be on uh, Star Trek Discovery Season 3. Also showed that, like, um, Burnham was having some hard time landing herself on that uh, in that uh, Red Angel suit there. She mm. was all flailing and going about. So it's going to be good. I think there's going to be some great stuff we saw some interesting scenes um, with Michelle Yeoh. Um, somebody saying that she has absolutely no authority here, so she decides to kick the crap out of the guy. So I thought that was a pretty good scene in the trailer as well. Yep, that's always uh, good. It's always good to know that Michelle Yeoh is going to be in a show because there's going to be some good action, some good uh, fisticuffs, and she's probably going to win. <laughs> spoiler alert. There's your spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. You know, this is going to be a 32nd century Starfleet, which ought to be interesting. Uh, it is no longer a, a spoiler that there is going to be a new uh, badge, uh, a Starfleet Delta as a result of where they are now. Um, that'll be cool to see. I can't wait to add that to my collection uh, from fan sets, guys. You know, someday. About, someday. So, yeah. Very interesting. Great Star Trek Day. A great Star Trek Day. We hope you all had a, a, a chance to celebrate uh, the 54th anniversary of Star Trek. Here's to uh, the next year and everything that it brings. That's the news for this week. Um, we'll catch you again next week and also on Trek Geeks. Uh, live long and prosper, everybody. Coconut. <laughs>